you ready? Vamos. We got those Three, two, <laughs> one. What was that? Like gladiators. Yeah, gladiators yeah, yeah. was old school, bro. Gladiators was ba- the baddies, bro. Yeah. I think that's the first oh, time I realised that's the first time I realised I was proper into women was watching gladiators <laughs> when I was young. You know what I'm saying? And then jet, second I think time, it was Jet. I think Jet was the one. Yeah, no, yeah, two, two. Jet and was the one. So like muscular women. So what yeah. Gladiators knew, I was like, I was like, I was like, wow, like they weren't too muscular. The men were nice. The men were dench, but yeah, like yeah. the women, I was like, she's very nice. And then it was, as I always say, it was Halle Berry. Halle Berry crystallized the thing. Halle Berry was my first lover. Die another day. That was that was it. I was in the cinema what? like. Nah, it's Flintstones, bro. Flintstones. Flintstones. Die another oh day, bro. Oh my God, another day. Come on, bro. Oh young. my God, I was too young to watch bro, that. When the Flintstones come out, Halle, I was too young for that. Halle, Halle Berry. Berry. <laughs> bro, Halle Berry and the Flintstones. Oh. She looked like a sweet berry, man. Do your Googles, Johnny. <laughs> Do I didn't even Googles. know what year it came out. Hold on, you remember what? It was like '93. That's when I was born, bro. <laughs> That's when I was born. Hold on. Come and Google it. You man just ate, you man just uh, dated yourself. Flintstones no, I mean, film. '1994, rude yeah, boy. Yeah. No. One year. Go on YouTube right now and type the clip. Yeah, I've exactly. seen it. Type the yeah, clip. We've, we've been there. Come on, you have to. You have <laughs> oh, to watch I wish that I was Fred Flintstone. Oh yeah, he got seduced, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I fell in love. He gets with her, the new bro. job and then he's oh, she's the assistant. Oh shit. Yeah, you need to watch that. I might even rewatch that this week. Yeah, still. yeah, you need to watch that. This could end terribly. I was just about to do that. <laughs> Episode thirty-five. We are live and direct from Bo E Tree, mm-hmm. the home of Grime and Wiley. Um, Johnny, you here? I said a Wiley joke. You didn't even react. Anyway, yeah, because last time I said his name, I had to keep fucking doing shots. No. So I don't. I don't <laughs> to be fair, I'm not to be fair. To be anymore. fair. Big up to all of our listeners who are listening to us via Amazon Music, Spotify. Apple Podcast, YouTube, nasty. and SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. This getting terribly, your boy is here every other week, giving you the realness, yes. the truth, mm-hmm. the crud, uh-huh. the conspiracies. Mm-hmm. And thank you for all the love on episode thirty-four. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a lot of fun recording it. Um, I'm getting into the habit of of drinking while recording this, and it's being picked up by some of my friends who are a bit concerned about me. I'm okay, all right? Everything's all good. Yeah, um, I'm still drinking. Yes, but yeah, you, you've you always, you've not I've, stopped. I've always been drunk. Since episode one. But yeah, big up to everybody. You know exactly where to find us. Without further ado, we have a very special guest. Yes. Who is joining us. Yes. We don't do anything less than very special guests. Mm-hmm. We have producer. Mm-hmm. Mix master engineer extraordinaire. Mm-hmm. Mobo Award winning. Say that again. Say it one more time. Man <laughs> like Mobo Award winning. Vic Tizzle yes. in the house. What are you saying? Inside. Inside. <laughs> welcome. Yes, yes. What are you saying, man? Welcome, welcome Good. to this. Could end terribly. Thank you so much for having me. How you me, been? Man. How you been? I've been great. I've been fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> Let me not even downplay. I've been great, man. Yeah, I need that positivity yeah, this man. week, to be honest. It's been, been a been... great start to the year. Yeah. Can't complain at all, man. I'm you. 
<laughs> Johnny, what you say, man? How you been? I've been good, man. I've been good. You kept bringing on your brothers for the last couple episodes. Swear, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I bring on one of mine. Just yeah, 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 yeah. Quick, um, quick, quick, quick introduction. How do you man know each other? Oh, it's family. This is my family, man. It's family. Grown up, family. Yeah, grown yeah. up together, man. Help, help, yeah. half helped raise me with mummy. <laughs> uh, oh. True say. Yeah, man. Uh, we used to cut chin chin together on the table. Wow, you're bringing Remember, back memories. Oh my day. Hackney's most productive child slavery wow. factory. Bro. That, <laughs> that was the four of us. Hey, we got mumsy though. We got mummy. Every, every mumsy. single day, four of us. No, no, no full full, yeah, no, no, no payment, stew nothing. until the chin chin is gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Swear down. All day, yeah, every yeah. day. Yeah. You've given me a man. really good segue, Johnny. Oh yeah? Uh, I was just minding my business today, Vic. <laughs> and you know, I, I take was the you piss drinking out. Drinking water? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And um Johnny, I take the piss out of Johnny regularly because he's always like, Yeah, 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 my Nigerian background, this in it, I'm an honorary Niger boy. Oh, yeah, and definitely. I'm just like, stop begging it. Isn't it? Like, <laughs> it's taken a long time for us as Nigerian people to be the cool ones because we <laughs> used to get taken a piss out of yep, in school, innit? Yep. Like when our parents used to pick us up in the in the attire and all of that <laughs> stuff. Like we used to get and now now all of a sudden everybody's listening to Afrobeat, right? And and we're like the coolest motherfucker since sliced bread. Yeah. Right. So when Johnny used to be like, Oh yeah, I'm an honorary, I'm like, shut the fuck up, B. I love you, but shut the fuck up. <laughs> But back to today, <laughs> minding my own business at work, working from home. Mm -hmm. Johnny messages me. First mm -hmm. word he says is "fam." You know, you know, you know what happens when someone says "fam." Something's coming. Something's coming after mm -hmm. it. And then he tells me, "Bruh, I've done this thing called Twenty Three and Me," and I'm like, "What's that?" It's a uh, DNA ancestry test. Oh my days! You're never gonna believe it. Don't tell me it's Nigerian. Though. Johnny is. <laughs> 0.2% Nigerian. <laughs> it's fucking official. Johnny, ah, it's all the Jollof you Johnny, Johnny, <laughs> Johnny is a Niger boy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, we got to clap for that. Yo, 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 yo welcome, no, welcome, right, bro. Thank you very much. He's hyped. He's fucking hyped. No, but, no, big man thing, though, I will tell you this, yeah. Listen, Johnny, everything that we went through <laughs> growing up, he's got to go went through. through with us. Oh, okay. okay. Do you understand? Right. When we had to wear our, our tire to school and stuff like that, he also. Sweat out. Yes. He Swear. was with us. There's pictures. Man. I did see pictures. that one picture, innit? When I did we had see like, that one the picture. birthday parties and we yeah, had to yeah. wear the attire and everything, he also wore it with us. His mum also wore it with us. I'm telling you, Johnny. He's, 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 he's <laughs> like, been down to ride from my life. I'm about to ride. He's been down to ride. All right, bet. So. Tell us more. Uh, yeah, there's some mad chat in this 20... I recommend it. Olua Johnny. Hey. <laughs> hey. Some mad chat. Some mad chat. So in keeping with my 0.2% um, Nigerian heritage, before I get onto the rest of the uh, like geographical background, I found out today, quote, my genetic muscle composition is common in elite power athletes. That's cap. Yeah. <laughs> so that was, that was actually my first reaction. That was my first reaction as well, because I was like... Not only am I not dench yet, inshallah, <laughs> but I'm actually genetically built to be dench. Fam. It's not even like I'm a skinny man by blood and I'm still a skinny man. <laughs> fuming, fuming. Oh, so we've done the background. I'm fuming. I'm fuming. So we've done the background thing. So basically, I'm 47.2% Southern European. All right. Which okay. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. 40.5% of that is Spanish. And Portuguese around Andalusia. That's where my safari demo from. Don't know. 22% um, British. Yeah. Which is higher than I was hoping for. Battered. Uh, but that is the part of me that gets battered yep. frequently. 2.1% Ashkenazi Jewish, which is actually a disgrace. 
Yeah, you diss them people a lot, no? Frequently. Yeah. Frequently. And now wow. it turns out, as well as being as well as being an op on the Nigerian side, I'm also an op on the Ashkenazi side. <laughs> oh my dear. Which is uh, haram. Haram. I'm um I'm three point eight percent West Asian and North African. West Asian and North African. Yeah. What? So I'm Bro, I think these people are taking Algerian. a piss. So that's what it is. I'm two point six percent split between Algeria, Libya, and Morocco. Oh, right. Which means <laughs> which means that combined with my Nigerian heritage, I have trans Saharan ancestry get to know uh i'm apparently 0.8 percent arab uh fam and, and we're literally running out of countries here bro like these people are taking a piss yeah, at this point surely do you want to finish it off i've got 0.2 percent indigenous american based off the island of cuba in me as well and they determine this from a swab or what How from a, like a so you have to like spit into like quite a decent sized tube of saliva so it's like drink water and then do it, no food or water for half an hour. And then you just like, it's kind of butter. It's just gob into this fucking tube. Do you believe in them things, Vic? Um, I don't know. I've never, I've never done one. I've never needed to do one. Um, he thinks I got to do one, which I think is <laughs> Everyone should do one. It's just rude, you get better stuff nah, about like, I'm worried about giving away my DNA. It's just yeah, stuff yeah. like that. I'm yeah. always, you know yeah, mean? it's a bit weird. Yeah, no. You should do it. It's jokes. You get better <laughs> insights. Like, so... Basically, I've got a 70% chance of not going bar before I turn 40. What? Which is a blessing. How do they not? Okay, carry so on. So look, you get like a, a, a set list of um, physical features. Yeah. Um, so they, there's, a quite, there's quite a few predictive ones. There's like 75% chance I don't have a cleft chin. Okay. <laughs> True. Specific. Uh, there's 74% chance that I have detached earlobes. Okay. Yeah. True. Uh, and then there was a weird one. 93% I have wet, sticky earwax. Now, I didn't know that there was an alternatively dry, flaky earwax. But I guess in context, Can't it does make sense that. that I have wet, sticky earwax. You know when you do the cotton bud thing? Yeah. Mm. It comes out like I guess it sticky. depends, though, if you just come out of the shower. Yeah. Not from the inside of your ear. Humidity. You, uh... There was a buki one. 81% chance that my ring finger... Listen, pay attention that my ring finger is longer than my index finger. Now that is true. I had no idea people's- Mine is as well. I had no idea that it was actually a thing that your index finger could be longer than your ring finger. Well, you thought they had to be the same size? Well, I just always assumed that your ring finger would always be longer. No, I always thought they were the same size. No, Even with like toes as well, they got different- like... That is another one. So it said I've got, uh, where is it? Uh, there. Uh, 61% chance that I have a longer second toe than big toe. Which is what you have, right? Which is what I have. Yeah. Which is what I have. Uh, and then 60, that. 67% <laughs> chance I don't have a unibrow. Mashallah. Uh, and 74% that I don't have a widow's peak. Do you know what a widow's peak is? Yeah, what that's, that again? that's the thing Widows, here, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The Vegeta. Yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> 74% and I don't have that either. Uh, so you get a whole bunch of other stuff like physical features, other physical features, blood markers, um, predictions of diseases that you inherit. Da, 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 da. It's pretty lit, but really, right. I'm most proud of my 0.2% American Indian heritage. So we got to give you um, an official Yoruba name. No, Ibo. Why? Oh, was it you and Ibo? You and Ibo? Let's give well, you Nigerian. Half, he's half, I'm half. Both, oh, sweet. But mummy was always strict. Yeah. Should mommy we get? Let's let's throw a th throw a few names at Johnny. Mm. Or Lajidi. Well, Akin Johnny. Mm. Akin Johnny. Bola John. Bola Johnny. Bola Johnny. Johnny Tim. Banky Johnny Tim. 
Good luck, Johnny. <laughs> That's very able. <laughs> Blessing. Sunday. We love it. Got it from Dream Team. Um, yeah, big up, man. Welcome to the gang, bro. Thank you very Officially. much. Officially. Thank you very I much. I know that must have filled yeah. you up with a, a certain level of pride there. I was very sure. And I think, you know, deep down you always knew that. Yeah, like, it's, it's this was like, to be fair, if this was like, you know, Dave Chappelle's sort of racial draft type thing, we, we bring him over anyway. Yeah, so, yeah. welcome. I appreciate that. Welcome. I'm looking forward to being allowed to be racist now. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, I just part of the agreement that you coming over to this side, I still got a couple of bar mitzvahs I need to go to. Like, mm. I just need an invite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll, we could, we can discuss trade terms. Cool. Another word yeah. people. I need some money. That's, that's, too. that's, <laughs> that's that. Are yeah, we allowed to say that? So I need, <laughs> <laughs> I need on, yeah. <laughs> Jewish money, man. Yeah, depending on who's listening. I don't know if we're allowed to say that. <laughs> with you, it's cool, but with some others, it's... Had to get wily that. <laughs> should we just, um, should we just address the big story of the week and year so far. R.I.P. Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> is that the biggest story of the year? She dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. She, she dead, dead. I feel it's like not... she's been dead for a while. Though, I can't <laughs> de de dead inside. Dead inside. <laughs> and outside. She, she dead. That's not actually where I was going, Johnny. I was actually talking about, I don't know yeah, if you heard, but yeah, like, no, Vladimir has gone a bit local. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Vladimir. Uh, uh, he's gonna be very high up on the list on White Boy Summer. Oh, yeah. wow! But I mean, I no longer have to attend because I'm <laughs> now Nigerian. True. So wow, that's, you for, that's for them, man. To who are you with. passing organizational <laughs> duties to? It's an all black podcast again. Amazing. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, Vladimir Putin has has begun the process of invading Ukraine, and while the initial theory, the initial thoughts, beliefs were that he was going to limit that to one specific region. It turns out he didn't come to fuck about and it has become um, a pretty all encapsulating invasion of Ukraine. As we speak, I think we are on the cusp of Kiev really being about to, um, to get it, so to speak. Um, and this has come, obviously we covered this a couple of weeks ago when things were warming up. There were still theories that this wasn't going to happen that were coming across from Ukrainians mostly. And one thing that was almost promised or not promised, but I guess you'd never really know, but one of the things that most Ukrainians who were speaking about this felt was that this would not get to Kiev. But this dictator, whatever your views are on him, um, has, has, has completely, first of all, rewritten history a little bit with his justifications as to why, but has gone in and has already started bombing up the place. The bombing started, what was it? Five o'clock Thursday morning. Mm -hmm. And in that short amount of time, he has entered um, multiple regions across Ukraine. You, I think when we spoke about this last time, you didn't believe my theory that this was about him unionizing or reunionizing the Soviet Union of past. Mm -hmm. Where, what, what do you think about my theory now? Um, I'm going to be a dick and say it's not about Soviet Union. It's about uh, old Tsarist Imperial Russia. But what I did say on the, on the take was at, at the time I come out and said that I thought that they, that they would end up being a settlement of sorts where the Donbass region would fall to either be semi-autonomous as a buffer zone or part of Russia, and that would be the deal that they, that they got together. And I think that was seen as quite hawkish at the time. 
Yeah. People thought that I was being dramatic and that nothing would really kick off. So and so and so and so has happened. Um, you have to, as the facts change, you have to reevaluate your opinions in terms of um, what his ambitions are. I think it's pretty clear now that he intends to take or hold influence over those regions through dominance over the two um, governors of the semi-autonomous regions. But in going for Kiev, it's pretty clear that he's trying to install a puppet leader in the country. Um, I don't necessarily think that his ambition now is to make Ukraine part of the Russian Federation, but rather to make it like Belarus, where it is de facto a client state yeah. of Russia. Um, you got a puppet who just rides for everything. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He's, he's not only allowed Russia to enter <clears throat> and then cross into Ukraine, but he's willing to give his own troops over to it. Um, we'll do like the walkthrough as we do this segment. But basically the hot take of this episode is that Putin is either out of office or dead in a year. Tell me more. Do you think that's got something to do with the oligarchs? It, it, that is entirely to do with the oligarchs. Right, so um, Let's pod today. The reason that this bizarre system of post-Yeltsin, uh, post-Soviet, post-Yeltsin Russia existing is that between a marriage of the former intelligence services and privatized uh, entities that created an enormous amount of capital, there are mutual vested interests between a ruling capital class and the military and intelligence services that keep Putin in power as was initially a figurehead, but now really a puppet master. Um, but he's puppet master on top of a house of cards. And if the oligarchs decide that they no longer want to fund and back this bloke, then the house of cards comes down. But the only reason that they would turn on him would be because of sanctions, right? So that's really the way out of the whole mess, yeah. is that if, if the West significantly threatens their ability to maintain their pockets, well, now you have a reason to finally go against the yeah. grain. So we all saw that weird fucking King's Council meeting of Sergei Lavrov and the spy chief who got mugged off and the head of the FSB and all Oh, of was them. that the when they were all in the room yeah, yeah. and it turned out it was like some pre-recorded thing, right? Yeah, exactly. Where, yeah, where they yeah, were yeah. like, we all agree yeah. and give permission. That was basically just a, you're Tele coming down with me. novella. Well, you're coming down with me, right? Yeah. I want you all to go on TV and say that you think this is a good idea. I want you all to come on TV and back it. Right? It's not too dissimilar to what Saddam Hussein did in 1979 when he did the um, overtake of the Ba'athist party in Iraq. And he was arresting. There's a great old gray and very famous gray, um, black and white grainy video of him, of his soldiers just dragging MPs who he was accus accusing of not being loyal enough. So it's just an, a show trial with a Russian imperial flavor. Um, but by getting those people to the, attached to the operation, they are tied to him in public. Now, the people who weren't in that room were the oligarch class who fund this bullshit. Um, and the only reason that, as you said, that they would question loyalty is if they if they felt their pockets were better served elsewhere but they're not getting sanctioned right it looks as though governments across europe aren't really doing much to, pe to pepper the oligarchs it's awful. so how is it going to really work in theory so i think that we'll eventually get to a point where ukraine makes such a fuss about not being defended which is what which is what he's doing already Zelensky is making very public noises that Europe is um, basically bottling it, maybe not necessarily expecting troops because he understands that the quickest way out of this is Russia collapsing from the inside as opposed to front lines facing each other in Eastern Europe. 
Um, but Europe has been woeful in terms of not applying sanctions to the right places. And in fact, even on a national level, when they were trying to put a sanctions package together on Thursday, uh, Germany, Hungary and Italy, and Belgium a bit, uh, voiced the most vociferous opposition. And the reasons that they gave were that Germany didn't want to impact the ability to send payments to Russia under the SWIFT system, which we'll yeah. get into. <coughs> Bullshit excuse. Belgium didn't want their export of uh, diamonds uh, and other refined materials to Russia. They didn't want that market. So they voted, uh, impacted, so they voted against it. Hungary has the highest consuming country of Russian oil and gas in Europe proportion it's not like 57 percent of their oil and gas comes from russia yeah. and basically italy were like well if we sanction russia no one else is going to buy gucci so we're not fucking voting for it um and between like those like they managed to like tank a, a proper robust sanctions package um i don't know it's pretty pathetic at least america have taken a stand on it uh we started off awfully when he fucking boris went into the parliament was like we're going to do three banks and five fellows and everyone was like you lot are you joking like yeah. this is barely a tickle let alone a sanction um but the quickest way out of this is hard fast and horrendous sanctions on on the richest um even if it is Does cutting it, off the west nose despite russia's face it's it's the only way that we'd get but that's out of the problem right conflict i think the worry i mean i know you mentioned a few countries there hungary italy belgium and so on and so forth but i think the worry with Joe Biden waking up yesterday morning and just being like, fuck everyone, bang, 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 was the escalation that that might cause. And that's when talks are like World War Three start and all this other stuff, if yeah. we are too hard. So are they a little bit justified in taking a more iterative approach no. to sanctions? No, because there's, like, firstly, Joe Biden's not going to send weapons and troops in because if he does, he'll have to stay awake to watch like conflict unfold yeah, he struggles and this guy is staying is awake the napper in chief yeah um secondly it, it's pretty stupid even if you were thinking of this as a and basically it's kind of what germany think they are doing is that we're all ruled by capital so we should all think about this in, in capital-based terms right but the only reason that russia is so armed to the teeth as it is is because germany has been an enormous fucking buyer of their oil and gas for the last 20 years and germany's political establishment has been very close to russia over the last 20 years in terms of its exchange of goods for minerals and resources. Germany has funded a lot of this military expansion that has allowed Russia to invade Ukraine by sending them so much fucking oil and gas money that has enabled them to go and buy weapons. If Germany allows Ukraine to fall, right, then all of the extra shit that they've been sending to Ukraine just falls into the hands of Russia anyway. So it doesn't make sense from a business perspective. It's actually cheaper for them to do sanctions on Russia before Russia takes over Ukraine or installs a client state and then all the investment that they put into Ukraine and into Russia over the last 20 years just disappears to a bloke who now thinks that they're dickheads anyway mm -hmm. right um, <clears throat> there's been very embarrassing response from Europe politically like, like the lighting like, was it the Eiffel Tower was blue and yellow and the Brandenburg <laughs> Gate was blue and yellow and all these fucking like empty light shows and yet like people are dying in Ukraine already and they can't get their thumb out their ass to put a sanctions package together um, apparently Sean Penn is out there filming a documentary and that's reassuring already that's reassuring he's already we, on, uh, we saw on Sean, the ground we saw Sean Penn and Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> in, my, in Club Live in Miami um, and oh, they, yeah? were, they were they were two short kings they were two short kings but I really felt when I saw him surrounded by 15 young blonde girls I was like if this dude walks into a war zone that I'm in 
I'm fucking folding. Just, he just <laughs> pops up everywhere. Wasn't it, was it El Chapo or Pablo Escobar that he also did one on? Probably. Bruv, he just pops up everywhere, man. He's bored. <laughs> he may be like just prepping for a future role. I mean, the current president of Ukraine used to be a comedy actor, right? Yeah. And his role was as president of Ukraine. Maybe Sean Penn thinks that if he just does enough like war zone gigs, yeah. they'll <laughs> let him do the Saving Private Ryan remake. Yeah. What are you saying, Vic? What do you believe about this whole thing? <laughs> um, no, it was interesting hearing everything you were talking about, to be honest. That's obviously the more political side of things. I tend to always look at that side of things, but also look at the propaganda side of things, the distraction side of things. You know, when 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 the the media are so focused on a specific thing, mm. there's always something going on behind the scenes that the media aren't covering, and then that's usually in um, happens in the form of um, new laws being changed or do you know what I mean whatever the whatever the case. Um, one thing I do know about the whole NATO situation is that mm -hmm. they were they were uh, for a few years they were building up alliances against Putin quietly or something like that. Um, yeah, that was his whole stick. That was his whole stick, right? The yeah. whole reason this came about, or the reason why he's framing it, is that Ukraine were about to join NATO, and he was like, mm -hmm. "That means that the man them are going to be on the border, mm. peering over, mm -hmm. plotting." Mm -hmm. And then there was that thing where, which I didn't actually remember from like Clinton days, where essentially was it. NATO got Ukraine to basically sell off all their nuclear weapons and yeah. then just didn't back the war. Mm. So how factual is that stuff? So so after the fall of well, uh, sometimes during the nineties, uh, NATO basically said we won't move one inch to the east, which is the famous phrase. One inch, <laughs> uh, and it's been demonstrably clear that they have moved to the east. They've been pursuing and adding former Soviet states among other Eastern European countries and adding them to the alliance. That's the justification that Putin uses as NATO being a threat mm. on on his border. What doesn't particularly make sense about this Ukraine argument is that although NATO was moving towards, it has moved towards these demonstrably, and you can see why Putin thinks that's aggressive. NATO refused Ukraine membership within the last year because they came up with some bullshit excuse about its government not being clean enough and there was too much corruption in the political system, which is bullshit because Turkey's a NATO member and them are fucking mm. sus. <laughs> um, so it is true that NATO has expanded. I think NATO is redundant. NATO was made redundant when the Soviet Union collapsed. Mm. Uh, there are old videos uh, from about 2000, 2001 of a young Putin and a young Angela Merkel um, on I think it's Merkel's first state visit to Moscow where they're discussing the, the concept and the theory that maybe one day Russia will join NATO. Mm. Pause. Do you ever Google people like Angela Merkel when they were young? I got, uh, this, I got this really like really bad habit where like I see like <laughs> these older politicians and I always like Google what they look like when they were like our mm. age. What did you find? Just to see if they were peng or not and if it went downhill <laughs> or if they were always butters. Was Angela, Mer was Angela, Angela Merkel, Merkel was, was never lame. saying much. I swear. Yeah, yeah, get back to the story, but I just want to say that. Bleak. Ka Kamala Harris, however. I swear. She would have got it in college. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> have you Googled Preet Patel? Oh, wait. Why are you talking? Let me do that. <laughs> the one politician that you're actually in love with now. Yeah, no, carry on, carry on, please. While I do this. Uh, fuck it, Russia, Ukraine. I, it's just bullshit. It's fucked. It's very fucked. And, it, mm. and actually, like, this, the, the, my main thing about this, my main thing about this is that it's very easy for us to, in the West to sit down and theorise 
and talk about this stuff mm. because it's just headlines to mm, us. Mm, mm, mm. It's yeah. just headlines. It's something that you see on Twitter or on Instagram before you scroll onto the next story. Yeah. And actually there are real human consequences, right? People yeah. are terrified. Mm. People are t- fucking terrified. One of my best mates, friend of yours, friend of ours, yeah. his wife was stuck in Ukraine, stuck in Kiev, mm. couldn't get out. Can you imagine the terror mm. of knowing literally the Russians are coming? Mm. And you don't have a car. And even if you had a car, you can't drive anywhere because mm. the roads are jammed because millions of people are making the same thing. And mm. I think we just make it, we, we take it so easy when, when, when we're not being invaded. Mm. And this country mm. almost has never had a psyche of having, even back to World War II, mm. we were never invaded. It's just difficult for us. And America's never been invaded by a foreign power. Yeah. Um, very easy for us to theorize and make light and talk ourselves into inaction and inertia in theory. Mm. When actually people are desperate to flee their own country. Mm, mm, mm. Bombs are being dropped now. Civilian blocks are being destroyed. Uh. People, are, refugees are being evacuated, turned away at borders. The, mm. the, the British government has just come out today saying that they're refusing to process any more refugee applications mm. from Ukraine. It's illegal. It's illegal. You can't turn them away, mm, mm, but we're going to give it a go anyway. <laughs> um, it's just, it's, just it, it's morally deplorable. And then you have the Conservative Party, which is so relentlessly funded by... Uh, by Russian money and has been for years and years and years that they're probably, I mean, they're making a big bluster about, oh, we sent a bunch of weapons to Ukraine. They're not really going to go for sanctions because w- the impact on their donor base would be enormous by forcing them to cut ties. Mm. Um, not only for the Russians that they wouldn't be able to have funding <coughs> from, but the British companies mm. who have ownerships in Russian companies that they'd mm. be hitting aggressively. Um so it just feels like it's it's just it's depressive for us, but actually in context, like it just means nothing. Yeah. It means nothing. We need to pressure our political dickheads to get sanctions on the table and give the Ukrainians the support they're begging for. Well, yeah, that and that begs the next question. There's a lot of like social media memes going around at the moment. It's like NATO protect the skies, we'll take care of the ground. Like what needs to happen for Ukraine to have anywhere near somewhat of a ground to fight back? And what is a <clears throat> what is a favorable outcome? Um realistically for Ukraine right now? So this is where it's very bleak. This is where it's very bleak because actually NATO and the West don't have to defend Ukraine because Mm. they're not a NATO member. Mm. So it's very easy for us just to watch and see what happens. However, the more of Ukraine that Putin controls, the worse Europe's economic and therefore military situation is. He has access to all the energy that comes out of it and all the natural resources that controlling a country that big comes with it, as well as, yeah, a bunch of other reasons that us losing Ukraine is bad. Um, it's basically up to it's up to the West to decimate the oligarchy class so relentlessly that Russia has to crumble from the inside because he's basically caught the West in a bind now where he knows that NATO are not going to send troops. We're not. We do not want to send British soldiers. The Americans do not want to send American soldiers to fight. And the only way that NATO, I think, gets involved is if there's an accidental skirmish. If a Russian unit fires on a distant Lithuanian unit, um, having crossed the wrong bit of the border in Belarus, mm. if some Belarusians um, get a bit hardy and fire upon a NATO unit that are trying to withdraw or fire on some NATO capital, um, I don't think that there is a way that the West fights this war in a hot sense mm-hmm. that that's feasible that they will turn the tide of progress. The only the only realistic way that we stop this thing is either 
getting Ukraine to sue for peace and just surrendering the east of its country or tanking the Russian economy. Tank the Russian economy, which is unfair on the Russian people. You tank the Russian economy to the extent that the oligarchs see that it's bad for business to be friends with this guy. Yeah. And that's what I think needs to happen. Oh dear. And then, but obviously on the flip side of that, if he is successful in conquering or taking over Ukraine, then we can almost guarantee that that is going to be extended to some of the Baltic states, some of the Central Asian countries and so on and so forth. So if he, so he, I don't think he's got much, a lot of the Central Asian countries are still relatively pro-Russian. So he's got no, yeah. there's no point in him invading Kazakhstan because it's just like Belarus. Yeah. Right. His next problem is that every other country that borders Ukraine is a NATO member. Yeah. So you can't attack Poland because then it is World War Three, hot mm. World War Three. You can't attack Lithuania. You can't attack Estonia. You can't attack Latvia. The only people who aren't NATO members are Finland. So that's dangerous mm. if he decides to go for the Finnish. Mm. But the Finnish have got a long history in fucking the Russians up in mm. World War Two anyway. And then you might have heard of Simo Haya, who was called the White Death. Mm. He was a sniper, short king, five foot four, murked 500, 500 Soviet soldiers when they tried to invade during World War II. Um, that's actually why they're called the Finnish them, because <laughs> <laughs> they get... They finished them. They finished them. That's where Tekken, that's where Tekken stole the name from. Um, it's just very bleak. It's yeah. very bleak. And, and actually, like, I, on the last ep- on the two episodes ago when we talked about this, I hope I didn't come across as, like, the West has created the conditions because that's a lot of the like dead left wing shtick. Yeah, okay, NATO NATO has antagonized by moving to the East and they broke promises that they made and that's bad. There's absolutely nothing that NATO getting countries to join that just there's nothing in that that justifies Russia unilaterally crossing a border, marching its army and yeah. attacking mm. civilian points. Mm. And you have to separate those two. And if you can't separate those two, then you are just a fascist in a red t shirt, basically. Yeah, 100%. And this, uh, this story is obviously developing pretty much every 10 minutes there's a new headline, there's a mm-hmm. new direction that this is taking. So by the time you're listening to this, the picture will have most definitely changed. Um, but yeah, we'll continue to report on it. Big up to all of my Ukrainians, man. I got a lot mm. of Ukrainians who were affected by it, man, like Vitaly, Vlad, Teti, Daria, Valeria, all of them who've been going through it this week, all got mad, imagine? mad stories. I was joking before we were we were recording that like, you know, when we from inner city London are like, yeah, we we grew up in the slums. We came we came from we came from the ghettos mm. or what have you. No, we didn't. Mm. <laughs> nah, Campbellwell was alright. It was it was perfectly Calm. fine. It was not it being was, bombed by yeah, Putin. Yeah, 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 exactly. So yeah, big up to um to everyone affected. I know that there are there are Russians who are who are not in agreement, who are going through a lot of like the hate crime and stuff, and mm. feeling like the whole world hates them as well. And mm. it's, you know we got to be clear about how we categorize this war as it's being called. Right, it is a Putin war. It's not necessarily a war of the Russian people. Um, so yeah, they're so protesting. That, the pro- the exactly. Russians are protesting. They're actually protesting in the fashion that would be illegal in this country. Or if you wanted an agenda behind the scenes, yeah. the way that the Russians are protesting, which is fucked in Russia because they're not mm. really allowed to do it. But the way that they're protesting would be illegal mm. if the police if the police and protest bill goes through in the House of Parliament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can and they're imagine? all they're all down at Downing Street, and I think they will be there for the next few days. If you want to go down and support, mm. then go down to Downing Street. You'll see it popping off in cent- in central London. Yeah, man. Shout out to the Ukrainians, man. It's just crazy, and yeah, what a time to be alive. Mm-hmm. Um, Going to segue back to the controversial statement that Johnny made before about Her Majesty the Queen. <laughs> Guys, is she? 
Yeah, she kicked the can. The artist formerly known as Queen. <laughs> <laughs> I think she might then, you know. I'm not going to lie. I think she yeah. might be... Yeah. It might even happen by the she time this podcast ex- comes out and then, we'd be, then we would be prophetic. <laughs> if, if she's dead before Tuesday, she's... Okay, so if you don't know what we are, to, you probably know what we're talking about, right? There was this, all of a sudden, the, the most unlikely source <laughs> of, <laughs> of royal news, Hollywood Unlocked, which I don't even think I'd heard of. Not really. It's like a really, like it's a poor man's TMZ, I yeah, think. Yeah. Um, posted an Instagram saying something in four words, I think, Queen Elizabeth, dead. And it- That's three words. It rip-roared. I've never been good at maths. Um, <laughs> Rip roared through social media, everybody throwing up their RIPs, and, and then it. Is, I don't think they were throwing up their RIPs. There were quite a few they people. Oh, you know what? Shit. They did the Twitter equivalent. <laughs> they did the Twitter version of an RIP. They they know what's happened, and then they go to Twitter and they're like, "The Queen's dead?" Question mark? Question mark? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiots. Anyway, Jason Lee, the writer, the founder, yes, of Hollywood Unlocked, was responsible for this post, and as it emerged that this may have been. A, a fabrication. He was ballsy on the internet and was just like, not retracting it. <laughs> that shit happened. Double down, baby. I'm waiting for a statement oh, from the dear. palace. Um, <laughs> do that. Do it say it again. I'm waiting for a statement from the palace. <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough, no statement has come. Oh, mm-hmm. I, no statement came. Right. Well, if no, I remember correctly, of, they, no, they kind of come out as you're like, no, she's. She's going to do some virtual stuff, and then the virtual stuff. But she's then meant the to virtual stuff got cancelled because she's dead. Because mm. mm. you can't do virtual events when you're already dead. It's very difficult. Vicky, she dead. Didn't, she, didn't they say they saw her at something, some mm. event or something like that? Nah. So she was supposed to be at the Edward Eninful Vogue thing. That was um, the tweet. So someone, someone told her. But she it was like to... a picture of her there. Or something yeah, like that. and obviously she caught COVID a week ago. Meant to be at this event. Obviously couldn't go. And then to Johnny's point, was supposed to be doing these like virtual conversations. Mm. I think she has a daily conversation with Boris. Something like that. Or something like that. No, it's every Wednesday. Or a weekly a week, conversation yeah. with Boris. I'm not that's sure if that took place, but there are a couple of like virtual appearances which she was mm. supposed to do, which she should be able to do, mm. um, given that I think she's got mild symptoms of COVID or whatever. Got cancelled. And, you know, some people popping out of Twitter and they're being like, look, we are prepared. I don't know if it was an official source, but somebody who looked official was like, look, we're, we're already prepared. We've got all of the, the necessary collateral, the necessary footage, videos, how we approach the Queen's death from a BBC perspective is already laid out because mm-hmm. she's, you know, she's clearly like 95 or whatever, <laughs> but it's not that. Like mm-hmm. she's, she's certainly alive, but we ain't heard, right? And I think if there are rumors flying around about her death, you would want yeah, somebody, no smoke, you'd want no a spokesperson smoke. to come out and be like, yeah. actual factual i want a picture with today's newspaper <laughs> that's what i'm saying there's no smoke without no fire yeah, yeah. i see a tweet that said that said so fuck someone told her she had to go to a black man's wedding so she kicked the bucket <laughs> god damn <laughs> <laughs> very bleak what happens if um what happens to hollywood unlocked and um and jason lee if this is a lie boy sued you can get sued probably do you know what i was thinking it's kind of like you know in Game of Thrones, yeah, when the Starks family motto was winter is coming. Mm, and then someone was like, oh, the Starks always say winter's coming. And then someone else was like, the thing about the Starks is they're always right eventually. <laughs> yeah. Like she's going to fucking kick the bucket. Yeah. He can just be like, 
Just well, perfect. You know, it. These, these British, they didn't want to admit it. They're just <laughs> keeping it quiet up in the palace. We fucking knew we got sources. Da, 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 da. And he's like, I was there eventually, right? Of all the people who were going to have sources on the Queen's death. Yeah, Hollywood. That's a bit Jason Hollywood Lee unlocked, at right? Hollywood Unlocked. It's so random. Though, it's actually yeah. quite believable because it might just be like it's a, so implausible. Yeah, it might it's just be like some baddie that he just yeah. like met at like I don't know like a a club somewhere who right. just happens and to now work. She, she's like the interior the designer. Queen. Yeah, just happens to work at the queen. She's obviously got to be white, right? But like she, <laughs> <laughs> like you know, like a, a white baddie that he met in Miami who was on holiday from the palace, and they exchange mm -hmm. numbers, and then when she kicked the can, but why would her first text be like? So nice to see you on holiday. Just FYI, Queen's dead. Because she gets a mad bag for that. <laughs> Spread the word. She gets a mad bag for that. Do you reckon? Yeah, bro. Yeah, actually, to be fair. How do you think TMZ find out about all the deaths in the world? They got like contacts all over the gaff. Mm. And how they pick it up have bags. To, how much would someone have to pay you to leak the Queen's dead chat? <sighs> Not much. I swear. You say you do it for free. Nah, I wouldn't do it for free. No, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a bad boy piece of information <laughs> right there. <laughs> <laughs> what, is that 10 bag? Is that, a ten, is that a 10 bag text? 15 bags easy. It's a 15 bag text. Nah, it's got to be in a mills bag bags. It's got to be in a mills, You reckon? Bro. Yeah. A million? Yeah. You'd hold that for a million? That, that's, that's life. Bro. But it's a, game of play, it's, it's a game of chess because if, yeah. you, if you hold it for too long and then someone else like deeps the sheets haven't been changed for three days, <laughs> that's your mill gone, bro. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I lowballed, but it's got to be. It's got to be mills a lot. Yeah, I'll do. I'll do a five hundred bag. I'll sit on. I'll, sit, I'll sit on half a bar. Yeah, I'll sit on half a bar. I wear that. Well, look, man. I hope. Yeah, that'll be the lowest I'll go. You know what? Go shit that. And I know that this is the question. This is the unpopular question that nobody really wants to ask, but I'm going to ask. What happens to the? Bank holidays. If she is, <laughs> do you know what's so funny? That's what everyone was concerned about. Yeah. <laughs> I felt bad reading. She's, that's it. what everyone she's, was. That's what everyone cared about. Yo, am I gonna get my extra bank I holiday? Need yeah, holiday. I mean, uh, June, bro. Yeah. <laughs> are they are they locked in or what? Like, I mean, uh, so so oh so as and when um, she leaves this earth for a ethereal coil, uh, we get four days off anyway. True. We get four days off anyway. True, true, it's true. But it's different weekend. type of vibes, right? That's it's less uh it's less carnival vibes and more. Nah, it might still be carnival vibe for some people. <laughs> Can't lie to you. Which 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 Can't event which event do you think will be more racist? Seventy five years she's still alive, or now she's finally died? Uh, I think she survived is more racist, you know. Yeah. Yeah, because it's full nationalist vibes. Yeah what makes this country great, yeah. right? And there's no revisionism of like, the fact that they funded imperialism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exploited the resources of multiple continents over thousands mm -hmm. of years. Yeah. Well, look, man, I hope she's not dead. We have to pretend to be um, like, oh, so sad. Extremely <laughs> oh, rich woman oh, died so and very good yeah. bed. Oh, awful. Oh, yeah, I hope she's- Well, um, her face is still on my money, so. Yeah, yeah. so she, she will live on. She live will on live spirit. on. She'll live on in my pocket. <laughs> um, and on the subject of... I've got all her clones. <laughs> <laughs> on the subject of COVID, um, we, even though we're basically in the throes of World War Three, mm -hmm. um, as if the millennials haven't had enough, um, we are apparently at the end of our COVID pandemic journey as much of the world struggles to say it, but secretly believes it, that recognising this thing as nothing more than a bit of a flu mm -hmm. um the restrictions are gone even Sadiq Khan is like bruv I'm tired take off your mask on the tube if you want <laughs> right even my even my workplace 
from Monday. Oh, for real? Masks are optional. Just Tinder. Um, they're just like, yeah, do what you want. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm, I'm at the point where the masks business is, is very, very uncomfortable for me. Like, <laughs> I take it off and it's like, I genuinely know like what women feel like when they take off their bra after a long okay. sweaty day in it. Like, it's just freedom, you feel me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's gone. And- um, Gives me spots, you know. Oh, oh yeah? Yeah, wear a mask. Is your breath that hot? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, um, <laughs> and all of a sudden we have a bunch of people who didn't get vaxxed who are looking at us like, yeah, idiot, yeah, idiot, yeah, idiot, <laughs> because they stuck to their guns and here we are. No, 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 no safe, no, no safer than them, yeah. but uh, with all of these chips in us. <laughs> Our uh, COVID correspondent, yes. Vic Tizzle. Yes. Please enter the chat. Yeah. <laughs> enter. <laughs> How do you feel about I'm it? Not, I'm not no ambassador for nothing like that. No, no, no. Of course, of course, of course. <laughs> I just, I just, I just like to read. <laughs> 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 I don't know what to, what else to say. Do you know what I mean? Like, what you been reading? I've just been reading a lot of like, Documents, patents. I do watch the odd video here and there. Mm -hmm. you know what I mean, but I, yeah, I just like to look at and re research and read a lot of stuff. You know what so, mean? what do you like, think about tinning off the masks? Was masks ever useful or not even? Well, masks. No, I don't think masks are useful. No, you didn't even find that. I didn't, like, I didn't uh, wear a mask. Like, oh yeah, I never. I, the only times I did wear a mask was when I was when I was when I wasn't whipping. I was getting in the cabs and the cabman would just. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just give me 20, problems. Early 2021 yeah. vibes. They wouldn't pick you up unless you had a mask. Yeah, yeah it's just yeah, like, yeah. all right, all right, cool. Quick you way to mean? get a one star on your Uber. <laughs> yeah. Just put under that mask, bruv, or you'll never get an Uber again. <laughs> Fam, trust me. And even then, I'll just keep it like under here, innit? Like, I like to breathe. You Fight know what I mean? the system. <laughs> I, still, I still understand it, man. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, I didn't really wear. Mm. I'll get on the train, people look at me like I'm a psycho. Did I'm you ever catch them? It? Like y'all crazy. Did huh? you ever catch it? No, I don't think I did. Yeah. I mean, I Your to best. me, I I mean, I had the odd flu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you weren't testing enough to really know, right? Like, I never ever. Did. I never got. The only time I got tested was when I flew out to Cyprus. That's fucking impressive. So one test. Uh, no, I've got. I've been tested before. Okay. Uh, I say about three times I've been in tested. two years. That's and, fucking and, impressive. And one of them was, outside of being an entrepreneur. That's impressive. Two of them were, <laughs> two of them were <laughs> the flight out, and then yeah. one of them was for um, an Apple event, which uh, they didn't even check the test anyway, yeah, which yeah. Had pissed me off. Like, <laughs> I was like, what the f like, raw. But yeah, I, I didn't. How was that like? How did that change your life? If you know what I mean by that question, because obviously, much of us have had to take PCR tests and rapid tests to do like travel and to do like entering events and so yeah, on and yeah. so forth did it like dramatically affect your social life not getting tested no, or no no there was no <gasps> events that you got locked out of no fuck you couldn't go to i mean i don't really like you know what i mean i just focus on my business yeah and yeah, yeah every now and again i go out with my missus yeah, and yeah, my yeah. boys and that but i didn't really yeah like you didn't suffer at all no nah, i didn't because most of my not even most of my team are the same like me yeah, so yeah, we yeah. didn't even you know what i mean so we'll go to places where that wasn't necessary. Yeah, you got a studio though as well. Like that's that's prime pe prime place for like a lock in. Just bring the booze over, just chill, let's listen to some music. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> like, that's ideal. Who's to be having fair. parties and yeah, shit yeah, and that's that. ideal. Do you know what I mean? But we kind of just moved like this thing didn't exist, and yeah. it didn't exist. It's like it didn't exist because yeah. we believed that it didn't exist to us. Yeah. It didn't actually exist to us. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I and I, and I don't mean that in the sense of like we were we were ignorant. Yeah. 
to it. I just felt like we 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 kind of we saw what was going on, but we kind of knew what was going on behind yeah. as yeah. well. Yeah. So it, it it didn't really affect us negatively. I mean, I think the sense. tube's a dirty place anyway. You should be wearing a mask. Bro, I'm, pandemic I or no don't, pandemic. Yeah, I don't dirty think... Dirty place, bro. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think the tubes have seen the last of me on a mask. Oh, I'll be, I'll oh be, underground. Real. No, yeah. I'm always wearing that mask. But 100%. everywhere else, yeah, 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 yeah. I think I'm done, bro. Also, anywhere yeah. where they have an accent, I'm wearing a mask. Why? Just anywhere out of London, I don't I don't trust. I don't what? trust. Them. What? Just, they sound... What? They, they're many... So if I talk like this... <laughs> You're Nigerian now. You stayed away You're from Nigerian me. now. You no, can't no, say sorry. stuff like Don't this. It, uh, I meant an English accent. Foreigners are fine. But where people like, <laughs> where, where people eat Greg's on Tuesdays and them kind of behave like jacket potato for dinner country. Yeah. I, I'm not, I, they're, they're unhygienic people. I'm wearing masks around them. Yeah. So what do you think the That's last two funny. years was about, Vic? Um, There's a lot of theories you can, you know, go with. And there's a lot of facts you can go with. Do you know what I'm saying? There's mm-hmm. a lot of. Um, it's just it's down to what you've looked into, right? Okay. You know what I mean? And then you kind of just make your conclusion based yeah. off the Dude. information that you've what's taken like. In, do and we mean? don't need to stay on this topic too much because, by the way, we ain't mentioned COVID in like three or four episodes. Yeah, we like, did quite well. Oh, um, oh, sorry, guys. Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's it's relevant, and hopefully, it'd be like one of the last times we have to talk about Inshallah. it I think um, but what would you reckon is like the, the one overriding thing or the one overriding um, theory that you've you know what, there's a lot of com- com- a lot of things are compartmentalised yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so um, but it's like there's an overall kind of agenda mm. and what's the agenda? control it's it's, it's definitely control but it's, it's, it's deeper than that it's yeah. control from a, um, from a biological DNA standpoint. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. Um, it's the same way everything's going electric now. Everything's mm. going digital. Mm. It can easily be shut off. It can easily be turned on. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Cars are all... It's, I find it very funny that um, they're forcing all the cars to go electric by 2025 and then the electricity is uh, prices are going up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that's another thing. The cars can be switched off yeah. from any standpoint. When it's connected to AI, what's connected to... Wi-Fi or whatever. Yeah. Um, them, them I do believe problems. the end goal is to make human beings like that pattern yeah. human, be able to pattern human beings. So it's for example, like um, like natural uh, substances like fruit or food or whatever that are from the earth can't be patterned yeah. until you, until you um, genetically modify it. Mm. Then you can pattern it. You can own the pattern on that and then you can reproduce uh, the same uh, thing. Yeah. Um and then you can sell it. Um I do believe long term that's what's gonna be happening to human beings. Like yeah. they're focusing very much on transhumanism, which is the bonding of DNA with tech. And I believe that once that's connected to the AI, that can be controlled, it can be switched on, it can mm. be switched off. Human beings, I believe it will be the same thing. Like they're able to hear our thoughts, they'll be able to switch us on, they'll be able to switch us off. Put us in the metaverse. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Ultimately, all of that. Yeah. You do see it. I know. I know. It sounds very far fetched. No, it doesn't. But when you actually think about it, it doesn't actually sound far fetched. Again, like all the films that they've. It's the same thing in all the films. Yeah. You know what I'm saying like, we see it as far fetched, but when you actually look at it, that's actually what's happening now. It's here. You know what I'm saying, and and slowly, slowly they're creeping it into the mainstream, yeah. and that's how they always do it. They always put it in films and media first, 
and then they gradually creep it into the mainstream. Yeah. They have to get our consent in in some way. Where uh, do you think all your frigging swabs and your nose stuff's going, bruv? It's that's going a, in the database, bruv. Do you think? That's a very good question. And they have, they, they have actually come out and said that a lot of the nose, the COVID swabs have gone to, um, yeah. Of like course. They actually have. And it's funny because they always do that. Like we, we get into these mad situations. Everyone's theorizing, theorizing, theorizing. Um, and then eventually they creep it out. Do you know what I'm saying? And say, yeah, we're using this for your this, or this is going here, or this has been used for that, etc. Yeah. You know, what the people were, what the conspiracy theorists were theorizing. Yeah. Why does it always end up coming up true? Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. There's got to be something. There's something that is true about what is, yeah. you know what I mean, that yeah. people are finding. Yeah, they hate it when I say it, but it's like the truth is somewhere always in the middle, isn't it? Like I feel yeah, like, always. Yeah, and that's what I tend to yeah. search for. I don't like, think anything's like truly, unless it's super crazy. I don't think anything's truly far fetched when there is, like to your point, like a lot of like research that's yeah. quite clearly available into some of these theories. Yeah, um, I mean, there's, there's a lot of disinformation out there for as sure, well, but it's down to you to 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 um, to sieve it out. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Actually, find. I'm very good at connecting dots. That's always yeah. been my ability and my gift. Yeah, I just read everything, yeah, the good, yeah. the bad, the ugly, yeah. and I just connect all the. I find the thread of everything that just kind of connects. I'm just like, okay, yeah. this is this looks like it's linking. So, to what this was the main takeaway from the whole pandemic and lockdown and mask and vaccine situation um, for you? You know what? To be honest, I feel like a lot of the pandemic was. It's almost like a practice run for something else that's 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 on its way. To so, come. do you think the virus was real, or do you think it was? So, I've I'm, I'm in virus. two minds about the whole whether the virus was real or not, mm -hmm. but. What I do believe is the um, a lot of the people that they were saying were dying of the virus. I don't believe they died of the virus. I believe they died of something else, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. be it a condition they already had. Most people that died had a condition already. Mm -hmm. And maybe if they did uh, catch a virus or... In fact, let me even, even kind of take it back a bit more because if you look at a lot of like virologists, people that actually study viruses, mm -hmm. they tell you a virus is not what actually uh, the media tell you the virus is. It's only in films mm. that we see that people cough, do you know what I'm saying? And then they catch a virus and then they pass it through this person, and then they die, etc. That That only really happens in films. But what a virus actually is, is um, our bodies have viruses and our bodies have a, they have a cycle where so we take in a lot of like bad air, bad food, just all our surroundings, mm, 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 mm. what I'm saying. We've taken a lot of like bad stuff and then our body has a cycle where, all right, cool, it reaches a certain point and then it's like, yo, we need to take out the trash. Mm. And the virus is the solvent in the body that actually takes out the trash. Mm. And so getting sick is actually meant to be a good thing. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Getting the flu or whatever is actually meant to be a good thing because it's time for your body to get rid of the trash. But they make out as if a virus is this, is this thing that, you know, you sneeze and then uh, someone else catches it and then it passes mm, on and mm. right to the turn and everyone just, they make out that the virus is the thing that makes you sick. And the virus mm. is actually the thing that gets rid of the sickness mm. that's already in you from the bad air that we breathe, from the toxins and mm. et cetera, et cetera. So when you, once you kind of have that perspective, you kind of realise, you know what I'm saying, that yeah. um, what they're talking about is a bit, might be a bit fishy, I mean, yeah. based on your conclusion. Yeah. 
and whatnot. Um, we got to stop him before we end up like <laughs> on, on the Joe Rogan list of podcasts Boy. that he needs <laughs> need to be. Free reign to Vic just get us can- cancelled. <laughs> He's going to be here for like an hour and cancel our whole 35 episodes. Which I mean, for what like... it's worth. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Worth, for what it's worth, we've had this disagreement before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've had yeah, this disagreement yeah. before, big time. Yeah, yeah. But I'm going to keep my opinions. No, right. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I, mean I don't, I don't, I don't doubt that there was something out there, do you know yeah. what I'm saying? But I, I just think a there's lot of it, to it yeah. there's a lot, uh, there's a major part of it that's psychological, do you know what I'm saying? Like when you understand, if you're being told constantly there's something out that's going to kill you, there's something that's mm. going to kill you, when you do have the normal flu, it might feel worse, mm. it might feel worse than what, do you know what I'm saying? And it could have just been a normal flu that you've had, uh, you had, uh, you know, every other, every other year or every mm-hmm. year, your normal cycle. Yeah. But because you're constantly being told now, because the same people that were dying from the flu, 100,000, mm. I'm saying, per year or whatever, mm. were the same, it's the same numbers that were dying from, from COVID. Yeah. But then the flu didn't exist anymore. Do you know what I'm saying? It was the same statistics. Like, I mean, go, go, go ahead and say it. No, I was, I was actually going to wrap him up because I was actually going to talk about cures versus treatment and the reason we're here on COVID, right? Yeah, which that's is obviously, thing, yeah. Which is obviously on there. And the reason why I was going to talk about... Um, cure versus treatment is because mm-hmm. we had the story of this woman who was cured of, of HIV. A HIV positive woman who received a blood stem cell transplant to treat acute myeloid leukemia appears to have been cured. She was middle-aged, mixed race, and they did this whole very expensive stem cell treatment. I won't bore you with all of the details. I've got it here, but I won't read um, the uh, the full details. But three months after her treatment, they basically found that all of her blood cells had derived from this HIV resistant blood stem cell um, that they had uh, that they had obviously injected. And and then three years on, she's still HIV clean. Now clearly, that's like treatment that's going to be in the hundreds of thousands. It's not going to be accessible to everybody. Mm-hmm. But like this is a sign that we are heading towards potentially correct me if you disagree, a place where science is less concerned with big pharma charging everybody 500,000 for a cancer pill, whatever it is, and being focused, like collectively focused on curing some of these diseases which we've grown and lived with and we know ultimately result in death. Do you think that that's sustainable or do you think that that's just going to be accessible to the rich? There's no better business model than a subscription model. Mm. Mm. That is as good as it gets. If you have a product that keeps people engaged, keeps people paying for it over a longer period of time, mm. that's ideal. Cash ma- you run a business from a cash management perspective, mm. customer-based perspective, et cetera, et cetera. It's already a very well-established practice mm-hmm. of large pharma to, if they have a product that cures a illness, hike the price up extortionately, yeah. or more ideally, treat it over a long period of time it's almost well known that there are effectively cures effectively not quite but effectively cures for cancer mm-hmm. but yet it's much more profitable to long it out to put people on treatment plans there are cures for all kinds of diseases but people are put on treatment plans because it's it's good for shareholders and actually the board has a fiduciary duty to its shareholders yep. uh, in order to maximize profits and maximizing profits means keeping a subscription model going. Um, I think this is a problem of when you're allowed to, it's even more worse that the state ends up paying for it, but when you're allowed to privatize healthcare, not even talking about like in the context of the NHS, but when you're allowed to privatize the research of medical treatments, 
that then become for-profit entities, the result and the product is not driven by social benefit, it's driven by monetary gain. Right, yeah. And the entire yeah. business model of these large pharmaceutical firms for the last 30, 40, 50 years right. has been to maximize profit as opposed to maximize cure, maximize treatment, which is why a lot of the early shtick, and particularly in America more so here, because we do have the NHS and there's a bit more of a culture for it, but a lot of the early shtick in America from right wingers and like ju- that like just last bit before you get into like COVID deniers on the political scale was that we should be focusing on therapeutics. Shouldn't be, tra- what do you mean vaccine? Why would you prevent it? Just, if you get it, just go on therapeutics mm. and then you can treat your way out of it. You can't make much money for jab because you have it and then you're immune to the virus mm. after two or three jabs. But if someone gets it and they're on therapeutics for two or three months until they get better, hey, so they just put glycerin and they called it Moderna and they put yeah. it in my arm, bro. They just put some fucking sugar water in my arm. <laughs> fucking up. But it's mad. I mean, it's mad. It's insidious and it's sick and it happens frequently, right? It happens frequently. I'm sure that there's probably, well, I'm sure we're probably a lot further down the line for treatment than yeah. stuff like HIV and cancer yeah. than, than, than is let on. And this is kind of the only, only, I don't think of myself as a conspiracist, but this is probably the only one that I am bang into. Mm. That it's already been cured. A bunch of shit. Everything. Yeah. yeah. Doctor Sebi cured. Bunch There's of shit. There's a whole court cured. case. Fucking on it. hell, he's doing anti-COVID and Doctor Sebi on one episode. We're getting cancelled. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. He's yeah. done a whole court case on this <laughs> where he cured like yeah. what was it? Twelve people yeah. with HIV cancelled like, yeah. from fruit. Rest, rest in peace. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, like I said, they can't. You can't patent nature. Mm. You know what I mean? Unless you genetically modify it. Yeah. And that's when you can patent it and that's when you can sell it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you can't do that with, with natural stuff. Yeah. So they, you know what I mean? But cancer, all of that stuff's been cured. Like, yeah. I'm, HIV's I'm, been cured. I, yeah, I, I don't even consider myself a conspiracy theorist for that kind of stuff, to be fair. I, I'm in mean, total that, agreement and I don't consider one, myself to be... I don't even think is a conspiracy. Yeah, I don't think so either. <laughs> yeah, that one's um, pretty well known. But we're going to summarise or sum up or wrap up this science segment. Um, someone sent me something which I thought was quite cool. So I'm going to geek out a little bit. They were mm-hmm. like, we're like 60 plus days into the year. Um, and if you're not in tune with science news, there are a few things that have been happening this year which are actually pretty impressive. Now, obviously, we just discussed the woman who's been cured of HIV. Um, but MIT engineers created an impossible new material which is stronger than steel but is as light as plastic go on an international team of scientists use supercomputers to unlock a giant leap in the fight against antibiotic resistance Amen. which is actually pretty mm-hmm. pretty sick um researchers set a new guinness world record for fastest ever dna sequencing technique using it to sequence a human genome in just five hours and two minutes a Sounds new fast. breakthrough in spinal cord implants, which could potentially allow paralyzed people to walk again. Jeez. Um, a groundbreaking new technology regrew a frog's lost leg, and it might work on humans too. Oh, shit. Yeah, never That's that problem. Right. But there are animals that regenerate, isn't it? Yeah. Um, surgeons yeah. completed the first ever heart transplant with a genetically modified animal heart, saving the life of a 57-year-old and taking a big step towards helping solve oh, the global pig heart? donor some, do, yeah, some american yeah. dude with a pig heart donor o- organ shortage exactly yeah, yeah. Uh, biodegradable surgical tape has been invented making some intestinal fixes as easy as duct tape around leaky pipes sick um i'm going to summarize by saying and the, the craziest stat is that 90 percent of all scientists that have ever lived are apparently alive today um so oh, never shit. before have we had so many people whose sole purpose of work is to better understand how this world works so for all of the doom and gloom from a scientific standpoint 
we've never been in a better position. So apparently 2022 is going to be lit. That was what someone said about quite early on in the pandemic. If you think of like the amount, because at the time, like it was unprofitable for the world. Like it was bad for capital for all these people to be locked down. So there's mm-hmm. just going to be an obscene amount of cash poured into like finding a, a cure for this one thing or a mm-hmm. treatment for this one thing. Which meant there's going to be an unprecedented amount of R&D science spending in the year 2020 to 2021 when the vaccine came out. Yeah. More often than not, scientific discoveries are made by accident or by byproducts or something they weren't looking for. Like 80 to 90% of the tech in your iPhone was either like military surveillance or um, radar technology or something else that they, that they found adaptable for a consumer product. Mm. If you look at the people that first patented a lot of the technology in an iPhone, it's the US Marine Corps, mm-hmm. <laughs> the armed services, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Even the internet was... Really yeah, right. Yeah. It was just a way of networking a couple of computers yeah. together mm. so they could send messages across <clears throat> the offices and so... Yeah. Shout out Al Gore. Shout out. Mm-hmm. Shout out Tim Berners-Lee. It's a British invention, the internet. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So Why is Al Gore taking credit? Because uh, he's American. Fair. Um, <laughs> but um, the point is that it was when they were trying, I think it was when they were like trying to better coordinate messaging because CERN is where the Hadron Collider is. So they yeah, were trying Sweden, to co- isn't it? Yeah, so they were trying to coordinate messaging and then they were like, oh shit, we could just do this with all the computers in the world. Mm. Point is that, inshallah, with all the obscene amount of cash that's been spent, on scientific research over the last two years, we should start getting some dope shit coming out in the next few years. Amen. Right? And hopefully it's it's not just like everyone put your goggles on and pretend, pretend that with a set of Oculus, you're <laughs> going to a football game and you all live in the metaverse and none of you have to leave your house to be economically <laughs> Funny enough, anymore. I think that's, what, that's actually what it's going to so be. That one, yeah. that one is true. I mean, that yeah. one is inevitable. Like, like the, yeah. capital's ideal for humans is that we all exist in the metaverse because then we just become cheaper to maintain, yeah. right? Yeah. We will become cheaper to maintain. Yeah. And it's like, this is the last unexplored frontier. This, this set me off now. The last unexplored <laughs> frontier of capitalism is the metaverse, mm. right? We have literally, we have exploited all of our natural resource to the extent where like if Russia, sorry, not Russia kind of, but if China and India exploit the planet to the same extent that the West did in the real world, mm. there will be no planet. We're mm. all fucking dead, right? So the only place that you can act that there is a frontier of exploration. So now go into the... Is the yeah. virtual world. Yeah, 100%. Adidas have got virtual crap you can buy. I'm not buying them. You think I'm, I'm like rebuying everything in the metaverse? <laughs> no. <laughs> Fuck off and die. But I barely shop in the real Bruh, world. Can you imagine? <laughs> you know what I mean? But like this is... Like you can go to work and like have fun and, and be mm. entertained without having to leave your fucking house. Which means we don't have to spend on infrastructure. Mm. We don't have to spend as much on healthcare. Because yeah. I mean like, I don't know, doctor will just fucking diagnose you through your headset. Mm. Right? Yeah. That's fucking weird. So I hope science doesn't lead us down that dystopian road where we just sit on our sofa all day. Um, but I do hope that some dope shit comes out of all mm. this science money. Very good, very good. Um, Vic, we're back to you, man. Thank mm-hmm. you again for, for being with us. Oh, thank you. Welcome me, to our world. Um, <laughs> tell the people about you, man. As I said, like you are MOBO award winning. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> say it one more time. MOBO <laughs> award winning. That was gas. Yeah, that was um, gas. 2009. Mm-hmm. Oi, yeah, I mean, it don't matter when it was. You won that shit. <laughs> Trophy's still there. Trophy's yeah, still there in mummy's house. Come <laughs> around and see it every now and again. So, tell, the, tell, tell the people about you. Because like, I was obviously, yeah. I met you today for the first time. You're Johnny's boy, so you're my boy. Mm. Yeah, tell the people about you. How you got into producing, like what you're doing now. Little plug, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. So I started making beats in my bedroom. Probably when I was about 13. 14. Fruit Loops? No, no, no. I was using, I started off with 
Reason. Oh, okay. Shit. So you even advanced from early. <laughs> Fuck you, no. Reason scared me, boy, back in the yeah, day. Yeah, it scared me too. I can't oh lie. Oh, my love. Sorry, I said, Yo, when you Yo. flip the cabinet and it's all the wires and stuff. Oh wires my. and buttons. Oh, my, my God. God. Heart attack. What is this? <laughs> and these times we, we were, like, my friend gave me the CD, in it. Yeah. So I put it on my computer, loaded it up. It was PC at the time. Loaded yeah. it up. Saw this thing with this bear, like... I was like, what is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost quit. Like, after that, I was like, yeah, I'm not doing this as long. Yeah. And then my boy, Mark, his Mark Asari, he's one, of my, he's one of my best friends. He also had the same CD as well. So we we was using a floppy disk as well. So he would he would give me a floppy disk full of beats that he made on nice. these. So I put it in, and then I'll see everything he'd done, kind of thing. Like, yeah, I mean, he penciled in yeah, the notes. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, this is how you do it. So I learned from there. Yeah, yeah, nice. That's so nice. I, yeah, and then at the time I grew up listening to the Neptunes, Timberland, Dark Child, some of the greatest producers of our time. The GOATs. Um, and I would just kind of just copy, try to emulate their beats yeah. and stuff. Who is your um, GOAT, by the way? Timberland's my GOAT. Timberland's my GOAT. My G. Timberland's. <laughs> Timberland is nudge, my GOAT. Nudge, But then the Neptunes are also my GOAT. Yeah, 100%. Close second, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, man. And then from there, I just started learning... Um, emulating the greats, you know, and this is the stuff that actually kept me off the streets. Yeah, and, you know what I mean. A lot of my friends were on road. A lot of my friends were um, getting into a lot of madness. Yeah, and I lived in the heart of Hackney, Mm-mm. Clapton, Upper Clapton. So there's a lot of, uh, especially summertime. Yeah, E five baby. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. The high road was crazy, mm-hmm. but yeah, music kept me off of, away from all of it. It gave me something to focus on yeah. at such a young age. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Um, and plus, obviously, my boy, he was very much, he was really sick at making beats from mm. that, that same age. So it gave me a little of a, a friendly competition. Yeah. You know what I mean? Someone that's so sick, I looked up to. Yeah. He was literally my boy. So, but yeah, from there, it just, it just we just kept making beats and then swapping floppy discs, listening to each other's music, learning from each other. Eventually, um, one girl from my secondary school, I think this was like, yeah, 10. It was her birthday. She was a dancer. So I thought, okay, let me just make some beats and just give her to this. You know what I mean? And it's not like I fancied her or anything. Like, mm. or was it even? No, it's actually. It's a hefty denial. No. Doth protest let me just too much. <laughs> let me just drop that in there. <laughs> didn't even ask. Because it wasn't even. No, it didn't even no, ask. No, I was not attracted to her. Like that. <laughs> you know she's listening, isn't it? Yeah, it just sounds like. No, it is because I'm thinking fan. about it. Like, I'm just thinking like, why Why did I just give her like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. It's not right. even like that was a girl I was chasing or not. You know what I mean? Bad time. Bad time. I think I was just like about. excited to give someone my beats. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. on a CD yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a dancer mm-hmm. so um, yeah I gave, it, I gave it to her and then she took it to her church where um, I think that's where she was doing the dancing and stuff and then there were certain rappers in the church that were like Christian rappers mm. in the church that heard it and they were part of a group called G-Force they heard it they invited me and Mark to come down we went down they were loving the beats they just straight away they said yeah we want you to be our producers and um, make beats for us and this was K. I don't know if you had a KICC. Uh, this, yeah, this yeah, was, yeah, yeah. This yeah. one. Of, okay. They were in. Uh, they were in Hackney Wick at the time yeah. before the whole Olympics zone. Yeah, you know, yeah. Up. Yeah. So that was a big. That's three thousand, four thousand yeah, yeah, strong yeah, church. Yeah, so the yeah. fan base was 100%. already. You know what I mean? Predestined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So um, we eventually produced their their um, EP, then produced their album, massive album launch. Mm-hmm. 
the the CDs were selling like crazy. Then um, the group G Force went on to get nominated for Mobile Award. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. two thousand seventeen. Um, they won the Mobile Award as well. We got shout outs. I'm in college. I'm getting shout outs. It's like yo, coming out of everywhere. <laughs> like, and then um, it kind of set like a whole new um, wave of this Christian rap mm. grime yeah. um, music. Because a lot of your early stuff was, was gospel, isn't it? Was gospel so rap. It was gospel rap in the sense of the content was gospel, but the mm-hmm. sound yeah, wasn't. Yeah, the yeah, sound yeah. was like, it was, it was like American Mm-mm-mm. rap, R&B, mm-hmm. and then Graham, yeah. UK Graham. Um, but then the content was, you know, positive, Christian, you know what I mean? So what was the, what was the name of your first banger that came out when you were playing ball in Hackney Dan's? Jam yourself. Jam yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the this, old, the these times banger. I'm in college. Yeah. The OG banger. So had a whole music video. I was like, yeah, yeah. So that, even the story behind that is funny because these times I'm in college, um, I made the tune because what did I made I made the tune because I can't remember why I made the song. Was it a but girl? I, it's the same girl, isn't it? No, 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 no. This was an old girl thing. She's bro. already going church. What? She don't need to be. <laughs> I don't know why I made the song, but I made the song. That was a banger. Uh, I got basically. I, I ended up getting record recording equipment like this in my in my bedroom. Yeah. So um, just wanted to kind of test that and yeah, 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 yeah. So I started writing and um, yeah, I think I used it as a. I didn't want to become an artist, but I just kind of used it because there wasn't really anyone that knew how to rap on my beats yeah. ap- apart from G Force and then yeah. a few people in the gospel scene. Um, so yeah, I just I just said let me just do it myself. Amazing. Made a banger. Um, I was in college and I started studying media in college. Yeah. And one of the things that we, tasks we had to do was to make a music, record a music video yeah, to any song. That's so I picked my own song. I did the exact same. <laughs> <laughs> I did media in college and they made us shoot a video. Yeah. I went to City and Isn't in college. Shout yeah. out to City and yeah. Isn't in Angel. Um, yeah. And then, yeah. It kind of, everything just kind of just blew up from then. In Amazing. 2019, I got nominated for the mobile. 2009. Amazing. Nine, oh my days. Yeah. How saying? long ago? 2007, yeah. G-Force won the mobile and in yeah. 2009, yeah, I won yeah, the mobile. Yeah. So what happens when someone, how does it go when someone calls you up and goes, you're on a shortlist for a mobile? I didn't know. I can't remember how I found out, but I didn't know I was on a shortlist for the mobile. You can't be that mobile. cool. You I can't be my that brother, cool. I think <laughs> no, come on, my brother called me and said, yo, I heard you just got nominated for a mobile. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, huh? Someone yeah. said streets are saying that when uh, when Vic found out he was nominated for a mobile, he was with a girl, and when I he when that. he got the call from his bro, he face palmed the girl away and was like, <laughs> "My price has gone up," and then he left. <laughs> and then he left. So that's what the streets are saying, isn't it? Do you know who? Yeah, do you I know, did know, so I know. Do you know who he beat? Do you know who he beat to the mobile? Do you know who he beat to the mobile that who? year? So do you remember who? Even I remember who was runner up. Do you remember who was runner up? No, the one and only Mary Mary. Swear down. He beat oh, yeah. Mary Mary to a mobile. That's big. Serious. That's massive, bro. Serious level. That's massive. I mean, they probably got like the most famous gospel-ish type pop song ever, to be fair. My brother beat him to a That's amazing. That's amazing. So now you you run your your own studio, Vix Mix? Yeah, man. How many years later? (laughs) Yeah, More than you um, thought. (laughs) 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 Too many years later. Um, Yeah, man. Vix Mix Studios, where we're at right now. And we're at a place where we're taking care of um, we have a team of our own engineers, lovely producers, writers, lovely vocal producers. We've got a sick, solid team, 
and I've just basically passed down all my knowledge, all my experience, and they share a lot of experience and knowledge with me as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, man, like boss I've man, passed it down. That's the status that we're at now. Where yeah. not necessarily just boss man, but it's almost like we're fathering now. Mm. In life, you go through stages, isn't it? You go through. I mean, the son stage where you're learning yeah, and yeah. someone's teaching, you're being mentored. And then you get to a certain point where you've developed yourself enough, and then now you've you've lived and you've done all the things that you really wanted to do. Now it's time to pass it on. He's too humble for you know me. He's too so humble for me. To he call wasn't him a boss like man. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's too humble. I want to call him. I want to call him big boss man. You know what I mean? We need more. Black, we need more black bosses, bro. You're gonna have to embrace this. Can I lower the tone? Go ahead, bro. <laughs> This is gonna go very low. Put because, a pillow, pillow because, because, very fast. <laughs> because you has whispered into the mic. One of your beats mm. is home to, I think, one of the best freestyles of the last couple years. Facts. Um, it features somebody who I have very warm feelings <laughs> towards. Shout out. Shabo, mm. there is oh, yeah. a, there Queen is the there South. is a video where she's <laughs> sat up on I think is like the the kitchen island mm. and she's freestyling mm. and she's wearing an Fantastic unbelievable dress. Outfit. great dress, it's a great outfit with, with the bling in the right place, it's a great outfit. And look, I'm not going to objectify this queen because the freestyle is actually fucking phenomenal, it's actually fire. But how many times have you? It's watched so that video crazy you? because there's actually a whole song as well. We made a whole song. Oh yeah, that? yeah. Is it on, it's, not, on a, huh? it's not an album. No, it's not. Album. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit! So it's coming. Oh, you heard it here first. You heard it here first. The song what has yeah. There's a whole song. A sick, it's bro. A sick tune. She for me is 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 like I won't I won't over exaggerate, but like mm. top three female easily, yeah. easily in the UK. She's probably she's my favorite. Like yeah. she's she is such a phenomenal rapper, she phenomenal is, rapper, bro. Is. And you know what? As a person as well, she's an amazing, amazing person. For sure, like, and she's fire. <laughs> and it helps. If I'm allowed to, you know what I love about her. To objectify her for just ten seconds. Just what I love about her, time. she's beautiful. The well. creative yeah. process is my favorite. Yeah. She, she, her creative process is my favorite. To work oh yeah, with. what does that she's mean? Just, it's just fun. Like when you're in the studio and writing and coming up with the songs. Mm-hmm. She's such a natural, bro. She's so like, it's like she freestyles and stuff. Brother. She'll be on the mic. She'll, she'll record one line. She'll freestyle it, and then she'll be busting up. Oh, man. Like if the line makes her laugh, she'll be busting up. <laughs> oh, I love it. You <laughs> know what I'm it. saying? And I then she it. jumps into the next line, and like I love her creative process, man. It's just so fun. It doesn't take long as well. It's smooth. It flows. Mm. And yeah. then she did a song with Georgia Smith. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So very good. Like they know what they're doing yeah. to us, young men. <laughs> Pete's can be fuming. Pete's can be fuming. No, but shout out to her, man. Um, who are you yeah. like excited about in the scene, like for twenty twenty two? Um, I tend to not be very emotional with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know who I'm excited about. Doesn't honest. seem like you're excited it's a, it's about a, the scene. At yeah. all. <laughs> I get, I get that though. I'll be honest with you. I get that though. Like, it is a very just everyone's just kind of doing the same, sounding the same. I keep seeing tweets that there's no good music coming out of the UK. Brother, I mean, I'm not I mean, that's not entirely cool. true. I think there is. We just don't hear it. You know what I mean, we just don't. It's just not in the. 100%. But you know what the problem is? I think the problem is it's everything's just oversaturated. Yeah. I remember the time growing up where you had at least maybe ten artists that were just you know what I mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. they had all the up and comings that you didn't really hear about. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what yeah. I mean? But the, the ones that were out there, they were sick. Mm. Now it's like there's so many artists out there. There's so many. Every day there's a new artist. There's a new producer. There's a new this, yeah. new that. 
you don't even have time to process yeah, yeah, yeah. the one artist that just came out. Are there if you if you're not excited about anyone <laughs> at the moment, which is fine. Are there any rappers out there who you think are not getting their flowers? Good question. Um, I want to talk about this whole flowers thing. <laughs> yeah? Huh? Why? Speak, innit? I just feel like ugh, people should just do what they do. They're supposed to be doing. It's like everyone's becoming kind of entitled with this whole flowers thing as well. Like, I think if you're an engineer or a producer or an artist, just be that and mm. be a great one. Mm -hmm. Why is everyone screaming for flowers? Like, do you know what I mean? Be a great artist. Like, the reality is, and I think this is just a normal principle, like, people aren't going to appreciate you while you're here. as much while you're yeah, here. I yeah. think that's just a normal... 100%. ...thing. Like, 100%. this whole, give the person the flower. And, I, and I, it's not that like I completely disagree with that statement. Yes, show love to, do you know what I'm saying? But I feel like we're just, we're doing it to just any and everyone. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, oh, this person, give them their flowers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, even the whole thing of people starting businesses, do you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, give your your friend their flowers and support their business <laughs> which yeah we should support do you know what I'm saying business but but these times are selling trash t-shirts and caps oh let's let's <laughs> this, the facts do you know what I'm saying like it's so much entitlement like I told my I told my guys listen f fuck all of that shit do you know what I'm saying focus on being a great engineer just be the best do you understand facts. and that's it your reward will come yeah mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying you get rewarded by um your clients telling you yeah. oh bro you're such a sick engineer man you've yeah. changed my life do you yeah. know what I'm saying those are the rewards do you know what I'm saying instead of screaming oh where's my flowers yeah. and where's my credit and where's my there was so much entitlement I come from facts. a different era I think that's what it is facts yeah. You know what I mean, we weren't screaming for credit, or we weren't. We were just trying to be the sickest. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that we could possibly be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's implied so. that you're great by the fact that you're able to continue doing it. You know what I mean? Mm. And people are still paying exactly. you money to do it, etc. It's, so. it's your purpose. If yeah. it's your purpose, focus on that and being sick at it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, yeah. So that being said, <laughs> your question was. Um, who needs their flowers? Who needs their flowers. I, I well, anyone know. out there who's not getting know. the love they should be. Anyone, anyone who you know. like. There's so many. Like I, I sit around so many talent, so much talent in my. Do you know what I'm saying people that come to my studio and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, and I believe one day they will get. You know. So name three that the listenership should be checking up for YouTube. Yeah, don't know. Only my three. team, man. <laughs> my team. Big up the team. Says the producer. Team. We got Romaine, sick engineer. We got Sake, incredible producer. Big up. And we've got uh, Nina, who's also a sick uh, writer and vocal producer. Mm -hmm. Big up. Big up, big up big my up. team. Big up Big Smith Studios. And just big up anyone that is focusing on just being a sick artist. 100%. Or producer or engineer. Whatever whatever, you whatever you're doing, just commit to it. I mean, 100%. mastery. You get me? 100%. Big up yourself. That's it. We um While we're on the subject of music, obviously, we lost a huge, hugely influential young man mm -hmm. in the uh, in the UK music scene and to be honest it's not just about the UK music scene everybody who who's been paying attention to the news will have not been able to avoid the news of Jamal Edwards sadly unexpectedly passing away at the age of 31 um, after what his mum described as a sudden illness um, pour that one out quickly yeah you know what I said to stop me had to put <laughs> I know that's a serious moment, yeah. I, I genuinely thought you was gonna pour the bottle on, on the, the floor. floor. <laughs> no, no, no. I would, no, I just saw my. No. If I he would have done that, my, I'm only, if he would have done that on I, my I, wood floor. I'm only point two percent Nigerian. 
just pulled out. Johnny looked like he was about to pour one out. I know that was a serious No, no, he looked like he was about to pour one out for the homies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For dead homies. Oh my God. No, that was mad still. But I'm glad that we can almost. But yeah, continue. No, I'm glad that we can laugh a little bit because this isn't, this shouldn't just be like a a massive. celebrate his life. Yeah, exactly. This shouldn't just be a sad moment. This guy was an absolute. Legend. I know, Vic, you said you met him. You never met him, right? I met him twice. I remember the very first time I met him was at an ASAP Rocky concert in Camden. Mm. Um, And then I was with my brothers and I think I went home via Tube and he was on the platform and I was being, you know, upcoming rapper who didn't want to, I'm a bit stush. I was always a bit stush as a rapper. Mm -hmm. Um, Stush in the the sense that I was not very good at networking and I was a bit Mm. too shook to do certain things. So I saw him, I knew who he was, but we just ended up on the same platform. And because Mm. it was so packed, because everybody was going home, we ended up standing next to each other and talking about music. And that is the one thing that has been, I guess, relayed all throughout people's accounts of him and their (laughs) tributes to him. And I remember like, he was like, he was dressed like me. He... He spoke like me. He was very, very, very particular about what he liked and what he didn't like. So he mm. was the type of person who was like, oh, I didn't really like that bass. I didn't really like mm. that snare. Mm. He would question why certain artists do certain things in certain verses, the mm. way that they write them and so on and so forth. And as soon as someone gets into that bag, I'm like, this is kindred spirit. This is my, this is my person. <laughs> this is my person. You as a producer, engineer, yeah, yeah. you're exactly the same. When people think about music like that, you're yeah, like, this yeah. guy is, is a legend. And then I met him again. Um, at Queen of Hoxton, I think it was like a couple of years later at Ed Sheeran's collaborations EP mm. launch. He mm. did it there. And it was a weird situation where Ed Sheeran's just like <clears throat> working the room, walking around to everyone. I'm there early, so I'm there on my own waiting for my friends. And he comes up to me and is like, who are you? You cool? Yeah, my, my name's Ed Sheeran. I'm like, mm, I don't know who you are, right? <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah, I don't know who you fucking are. So I'm here because of you, my brother. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like Mob Deep shook ones comes on and like mm-hmm. bar for bar, he, just he knows everything. Yeah, yeah. He knows everything. And he's mm-hmm. just like patting me to the side and we're just like doing it. And I'm like, these guys are dope. And then mm. I think Jamal was like more busy that night. So he was like wandering around, but he they had an opportunity to have a drink and so on and so forth. And it was just... It was just amazing. And then obviously, while that's happening, SBTV is launched. We know who the hell he is. He's obviously like got a massive name for himself. My favorite freestyles are pretty much all from F64, like mm. at that time. Um, and then he kind of like ascended out of it. He mm. sort of went into, he became a millionaire ultimately, yeah, right? And then yeah. got into youth center stuff. He was immediately on sort of like giving back mode, like the mm. Princess Trust stuff, all that youth work and so on and so forth. And then, he became an MBE at 23 years oh, old, madness. which is absolutely mad. When he, when, when, he, when he died and they had the picture of him holding the medal, I forgot how young he was when yeah, he picked it up. Yeah, Do you know how mad it is to pick yeah. up an MBE when at you're 20? No matter how you feel about the MBE and the, the, uh, the royal family and that, to get that at 23 because of your contributions to music yeah, yeah, is yeah. fucking crazy. And, you know, I just wanted to, I just want to say I salute you for everything you have absolutely achieved. Like man. you have... And again, going back to what Vic said about flowers, right? Like, I don't think we really understood quite how significant this guy's part mm-hmm. in this scene really was until when we when he died. Until, you died. until we realized you look back at everything. And then you're like that whole time. Because wow. when you're in it, you know what I'm saying? You're just in it. You know what I mean? You're experiencing yeah. it. But when you look back, everything more time is in what retrospective. When you look back, you're just like, oh my days. He did it. He I said did 10, 15 yes, man, and you did all of that. Bro. That's when you really take it in, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But in the moment, you're never really gonna take it in yeah. the way you would. That amazing Google advert, like when, he, when his name was popping up. Mm, like, incredible, man. He that gave Google everyone. Was like a, that was like a sea change, because yeah. no one had ever, like, 
okay, like you maybe used to have David Beckham on a Pepsi advert, yeah. or you'd have uh, Kate Moss doing Topshop. Yeah. But even just to have a Brit, a Brit, any Brit mm. on a global brand like that mm. on Prime, that came out during mm. like the X Factor semi final, like Something prime like time that, yeah. ITV peak season. Yeah. And he was the guy on the front of it. Yeah. It was, was mind blowing. Yeah. Mind it's mad because everyone said saying the same thing about this guy. This guy was so like selfless. He spoke to everyone. He spoke to anyone and everyone. Everyone, bro. Facts. But and I've seen that firsthand. You met him a few like, times, right? Bro. Yeah, yeah. Because so I used to work at my local, uh, a big like studio brand. I used to work there and he would pop in there every now and again, kind of thing. And um, yeah, I got introduced to him. And yeah, it was just cool. Just cool, just cool guys. I mean, yeah. it was like, oh, you're a producer. Oh, yeah, let me get your email. Yeah, yeah. And you know, if people do that, you just think, oh, yeah, he's not going to email. Yeah. This guy emailed me. Yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. just like, oh, yeah. shit, you're for real. Like, yeah. yo, I need you to, uh, uh, there's a, there's a, there's an artist that I'm working with. Do you know what I'm saying? Can you do a remix? Da, 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 da. You know what I mean? I, just I, a connector. Like, yeah. Just, like, yeah, man. just like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. you think, you're actually for real. Like, yeah. you're not just a talker. And yeah. there's a lot of talkers in this industry. Oh, yeah. Give me your email. Give me a number. Yeah, yeah. You'll never hear from him. Yeah. This guy will email me. Do you know what I mean? We was going a few back and forth on the email. And uh, and then, yeah, just hadn't really spoke to him from then for yeah. a while. But it, yeah. was, it was so, it was just shocking. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I cried, bro. And it's one of the ones that really impact your heart. It's yeah. like, you know how everyone felt about Nipsey? Yeah. Or, do you know what I mean? It's just like, whoa. Yeah. There's something about Sundays. Nipsey died on Sunday. Man. Virgil died on Sunday. Man. Jamal died on Sunday. Kobe died on Sunday. Like Sundays, bro. Mm. And I think I cried every single one of them. Man. Mm. It was me I just cried getting old. Nipsey. Bro. I cried. I shed a little. I didn't cry for Jamal, but today I shed yeah. a tear for Jamal because yeah. of what I heard. Didn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. And I was just like, no, I can't believe this is, this yeah. is not possible. Like, but yeah, um, yeah Nipsey. Yeah. Yeah, that one took me out. Man. They all got me, and me um, and look, it was great to see everyone out in in Acton, his hometown, yeah, yeah, in front of his mural, the football S- stadium as well. Yeah, there as well. Chelsea did the the minutes clap. Um, it was great to see his mum singing, um, facing his mural. And one thing about his mum, I just want to say to every single Londoner is, Brenda is about right. So mm-hmm. when you see her about. Let her know how much you appreciate her, Amen. how much you love her. Like Absolutely. we, we, she's our mum now, isn't it? Like Amen. we have to take care we of her. She's got, her she, you know what I mean? It? She's got one other child, mm. but she's lost her boy. The center of the center of their world, I think, mm. is she. She, mm-hmm. she, she explained it. Um, yeah. Please don't pour one out onto onto the floor, Johnny. But let's uh, let's drink one up. One. Let's I'll drink one up for uh, for a man like Jamal. Amen. Um, rest in peace. What were your? Um, I asked the mans to um, to tell me what their favorite F sixty four was. Mm. I picked three. You got pick your best one. I can't do it. I can't do it. Why can't you just follow instructions? I said one. You're coming with three. Why is it always? Why is it always three? <laughs> I'm gonna do three. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> isn't really a best one. Is a I've got I'm gonna do three. One, is that, uh, uh, let me three. tell you yours. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be number pissed three, if you've got mine. Number three is the BBK hundred million special. Okay. Just oh, because yeah, Jeremy yeah. comes out talking all kinds of shit yeah, yeah, yeah. for a quick, for yeah. a quick thirty seconds. Number two. Is Big Zoo. Okay. And I'm not even really into Big Zoo's music like that. No, I mean, like, I, I know through the grapevine, he's a nice guy and he's got good vibes on Dave TV. Huge brother. I mean, I know it's in the name, but. <laughs> Big Geezer. Mate. Big Zoo. My lord. But when, when he come out, and like most F64s, you hear like uh, a lot of chat because it's like if, it, between F64 and the Warp Session, it's their first chance to get yeah, going. Yeah, so it's their most yeah. gas bars that they did. This guy comes talking off the bat about. Um, emigrating to this country with his mum and they're stuck in a hotel and, it's, and you can like see the emotion on his face mm-hmm. and you're like this guy's not just 
talking shit about shot in food. This guy's mm. this guy's a storyteller. Mm. Yeah. And then I got a tie for top two. I got a tie for top two. Wait, One you is just, Devlin. You've just said two, innit? I got a tie for top for top for the first spot, one. Sorry. <laughs> Devlin on the rooftop. Devlin on the rooftop. Done though. No. Devlin on the rooftop is is tied with no, actually, actually the one the one that is maybe just nudged it is Dave. I think uh, Dave's Dave's is the best of all time. Dave, I'm, I'm happy that you still haven't mentioned mine. What was yours? I've got a few. I can't lie to you, bro. <laughs> that, that I can remember. Okay. Why the rush? Where are we chip. going? There's, there's yeah. one, there's a chip one. Yeah. Um, I can't remember. It was like, I don't know if it was a car park or something. Okay. Um, to be honest, anything that chip does to me personally. Chip is phenomenal. Um, Terminator. And if you don't know about the Terminator F64, I don't know. Let me play you Terminator. a little bit. Yeah. I do love this one. Oh, I'll move to man and, and sleep peacefully. <laughs> when I first knife man, it felt funny. The next day come, it became funny. I don't knife for fun, but, but I'll, I'll knife, knife your mum. <laughs> if she backs the wall, then I'll knife her son. Feel bad after. Get over it. She should have thought twice about backing her son. Don't try to bag her lies. I'll react to guys. If man is hench, I'll knife man down to size. Look in man's eyes while he's clutching his neck. I think about his family ties. That one was bad still. Yo. The single greatest F64. And that was like one of the ones that went viral as well. Yeah. I've seen that one. I've seen that one. He's ex-baller. Shabazz Baidu. You would have found him a football manager. Yeah, he's just chilling in the whip. Just not even moving about. Like, you know, Devlin's all like sweating by the time he's done it. This guy's just bopped in the back. These man can't move to me. No one moved to him. Moved to a man looking like him. Never. I liked Ed Sheeran's one as well. But it was another white guy. I don't know if you remember. Oh, is it someone in England? Sat in England as a geezer. Uh, English Frank. English Frank. That's the English one. Frank, bull yeah, guy, yeah, yeah. rapping in front of a brick wall, just going in. There's another one of a white boy in a car park. He's a Welsh geezer. I've forgotten his name. I think it's the Welsh Yeah, guy. it's a Welsh okay. geezer. And there's a story because like, uh, Jamal had heard... But he was quite sick. Yeah, so Jamal just heard this guy out of nowhere. Let me even see yeah. if I can find it now quickly. You can cut it out the edit. But Jamal... I can't remember the guy's he'd, name. Like, he'd heard of him and he had a bit of a bookie style. And... Um, he was like, fuck, this guy's quite decent. Like, yeah. uh, and so he jumped him on for a quick, I think it was a warm-up session, not even an F64. And the guy just fucking he just blew went, the doors off. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah, who you like, mean. Bro. I remember who you mean, the guy in the car. And I think they got like the camera like quite on his face. It's bare close yeah, to yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I remember, remember that one. Try and find it. But, um, he was sick. But yeah, when you, when you find it, let us know. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, putting one up for, for Jamal Edwards, rest yes, in peace. Uh, eternal light ever yes. shining, man. Thank you for everything you've done yeah. for the scene. What was his name? Uh, Elro. Elro! That's the one. Elro! Elro's the one. Yeah. Yo, Elro was cold. We got. Oh, you're gonna play it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right, cool. So we are moving on to. Relationship advice. Yes. It's my time this week. Oh, Let me get up. comfortable. <laughs> which uh, which side of the fence is this one submitted by? A man. This one's from the guys. Yes, this Love is from that. the man them. I'm a 36-year-old man and my wife is 31. We have a great relationship and love each other dearly. 
rarely fight. And even when we do, it's not really fighting. It's more her telling me to do the chores and me complaining about her messiness. Sounds pretty standard. Women so are messy, far. to be fair. Yeah, yeah. Why, why, why is that? I don't know, bro. Um, there's just one problem. She seems quite conservative in the bedroom. Now, Ooh. I don't want to do anything particularly crazy, but I don't even feel like I can ask her to try new things. I want to delve into my freakier side mm -mm. while we still can. But I'm one of those people who really hates rejection, so don't even want to ask as I don't want to make things orcs. Ooh. When I say conservative, I mean rarely do we do anything more than missionary and occasionally doggy style mm. amateur. Are we doing I, guess the race on this one? Um, definitely, Oibo. Uh, I don't want to do anything particularly wild. Uh, maybe just having sex in a different room or some oral sex would be nice. The kinkiest thing, kinky, the kinkiest thing I would like to try would be maybe a bit of dressing up or role play, but I'm willing to try new things. I always ask her if she wants to, but she's always just like, not really. And we do the same old, same old. Any ideas or tips are welcome. Jesus. <laughs> he needs to, I feel like he needs to unmask his woman. <laughs> he needs to, <laughs> like, go on. Majorly. He, I don't think he's unmasked her. And I mean, that, like, you know what I mean? Mentally unmasked her. Like, Ooh. if you want to, if you want to see the yeah. deepness in your woman. There's pot. Yeah, I mean, you Mind need to get the skeletons sex. out hey. of the... You know what I mean? You need to ask all the questions. Like, you know what I mean? What are you into? To be honest, that should have been asked from the beginning but of they're the married. relationship. Yeah, they're they're married. married. Yeah, but there's some people that are married that don't actually know each other. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? For but real. then that's why, that's why a lot of cheating goes on because there's a woman out there that, you know what I'm saying? It's ticking boxes. Yeah, that's yeah right. not just ticking mm -hmm. boxes, but is, you know what I mean? Unmasking, I mean, or, or is revealing her true, yeah. Yeah. her dark side. Do you know what I'm saying? People, we like to. Um, People forget that there's a whole dark side that you need to bring out of her. Yeah. You know what I mean, the dark side meaning the hidden side. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There's fantasies that's probably going in that, in that woman's head that you don't know about. 100%. Yeah. Facts. You get me? And you need to, to be that fantasy. You need to. They got nothing to do with just yeah. dressing up. Literally. Maybe bro. she freaky, freaky. You need that. to, yeah. you know what I mean, be or become that fantasy that she's. Mm. We're putting the onus on him early doors, yeah? What, was it, what did you man do the first time a girl tried to choke you? No, no, I, girl, I took, hand, told me. I took Impossible. hand straight off my neck. Well, I have one girl. Unhand me, woman! Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unhand me! <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I almost died. I, I was into it, but I was too afraid. To, I was, I was too it. afraid. I, I, I wasn't was in. Sorry, not that's not what it. I meant. I was like, I, I wasn't into it, but I was too afraid to say. Oh, I swear! So I almost was just like, was she ginger? No comment. That's Let's get back to this. This ain't about me. I didn't submit relationship advice. Shut up! Shut up! Wow. What should the brother do? Comes down to how important sex is to him, innit? Oh, I mean, it sounds important. Sounds important to him. It doesn't yeah. sound that important to her. He's got two choices. Oh, God. He's got two choices. <laughs> Either he goes on Victor's voyage of discovery. They spend time to unmask <laughs> the darker side, the hidden side of the personality. Mm. Or just cheat. That's true though. Just cheat. <laughs> Just cheat. You do have everyone. I mean, everyone has the option. You do have the option. Just find someone who loves also dressing up as fed. Can you give proper, proper, proper advice, Johnny? <laughs> um, it's got to be an honest and frank discussion. Yeah. I think like, but it's like, it's, it's obviously don't like, just do it when you're like at Fort Park. Cause that's very sus. <laughs> but like when you're like in the moment, you know, you can like try and push the boundaries as the thing's happening. You know what I mean? Mm. 
And then, you know, maybe you just sacrifice a one beat. Mm. Yeah, you sacrifice it. So you try a little something. If it doesn't work, you just like, okay, that one, I'll, I'll resign the beat for tonight. Stevie Gerrard, we go again. Mm. Yeah. But it's about exploring in the process. Because mm. if she's not going to open up verbally, your only option is trial and error. Mm. So I'm with you. Mm. I think sometimes people need to be thrown into the deep end to know that it's not that deep. Mm. So my friend, stick a thumb in by accident and see how she reacts. She's sauce. <laughs> that, uh, I'm not sure I co-sign that. <laughs> when she gets home from work, just be standing there with nothing Thank but you, a friggin', yeah. you know what I mean? He does need to. He Do doesn't something. need to take take control of it, man. Yeah. On the, on the, if his thing, she's at home watching the Real Housewives of Cheshire, and you just come into the room, <laughs> starkers, and you just like give her a little slap with, with, <laughs> with, no, with you know what I mean. Just do things. You can't be which, cock slapping. The point like I'm him. trying to make is the point I'm trying to make is. He take also control. has to do things to make the whole sexual encounter just lighthearted. So, because so they're putting one, a lot of pressure on yeah, themselves, yeah, exactly. so they've got to take the pressure out. So this one, humor me, often does. This one that. for me has a relatively easy solution. Yeah. Uh oh. What he, cheating? Not cheating. Not <laughs> cheating. I have to be serious. Which maybe serious. <laughs> um, like if he's fully into the dress up thing, yeah. Just come in costume. Yeah. Yeah. Just turn up whatever whatever your little outfit, teenage mutant ninja turtles <laughs> or fireman or whatever you want to get into into. Just turn up. You wanted to shag a toe. I didn't say I didn't. You never know what kind of freak he's got. You need to explore her Victor-sponsored dark side, isn't it? <laughs> Just come in costume. If that's what you're into, if you're into yeah. dress up and that, come in your dress up and see what, what she's, she's like. You, then <laughs> but what if she's like, okay, so we've tried some of your kinky stuff, brother, I'm just not into it. Mm. And that's your wife. You said your vows. Well, then it's up to how important sex is or you cheat. <laughs> I just think he needs to just take control to be honest with the situation, man. Like, it sounds a bit like he's got to get her into afraid it. Afraid to have sex with your wife. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, fuck all that, man. Like, yeah, there should be literally. Put that on her forehead, fam. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you get me? Just take control. But on a deeper level, I do think having these unmasking conversations. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Women, it's hair first for women. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And before it's. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, rest yeah. will follow. Yeah. I do think just just both just both that, get yeah. absolutely Very relentlessly white girl wasted. <sighs> this and have the chat. This, do this, drugs. And have the yeah. chat. <laughs> yeah. Just get fucked Pop up. A couple pills, and, and then just have the chat. Have like. a talk, yeah. yeah and and then and then from there, uh, it's all, it's all sex good. will never be the same. It's all good. Yeah, <laughs> but then but me. then you'll have to do that every single time. Not necessarily. No, you only have to clear the you only have to clear the fog once. You have to get fucked up together once. Yeah. It's so, if it's that embarrassing, it's that awkward. That. Just have the chat one time when you're so bad you don't mm -hmm. care, and then all the information's there. If it don't work, then at least every you weekend. tried <laughs> every weekend. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, just and then just moderate you, and, then and spread tried, out your substance abuse. Once you've tried, once you've tried, once you've tried, you can cheat, or you could cheat together. Get another girl in. That may be what she wants. That's a threesome. That's not cheating together. Well, okay. I think what cheating together is where you both fuck other people. Okay, so yeah, a threesome then. Bring yeah. someone else into the picture. But if she doesn't mm. want to fuck you, she's unlikely to want to fuck another woman. Mm, that's not true. Do you think? That's not true. Girls are lesbians to by nature. Fuck another woman with you there in the room. Huh? <laughs> if she won't fuck you, just the two of you. No, but the thing is, she might just make you watch and, you know what I mean? 
getting cucked by another woman. What not do even I, a fella. Where do I sign up? <laughs> <laughs> Is there a website? <laughs> There's plenty of apps. <laughs> so what are we suggesting finally for the gentleman, um, the distressed gentleman? I'm saying either just turn up in whatever you want to do and see how she reacts mm. or just get totally shit-faced together. And inject humour. That deep combo. Inject yeah, humour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's also easy when you both shit Humor, face, right? to a degree, shows confidence. 100%. Confidence. Amen. Yeah. So definitely inject some form of humor just to make her relax. At the end of the day, she needs to be relaxed. 100%. Amen. You know what I mean? So, yeah. 100%. Well, uh, yeah. Keep your submissions coming. Mm -hmm. IG preferred. We're not one of those podcasts that has a, like a dedicated mobile number for this stuff. Not yet. Um, Big up the 079. No, Big up <laughs> 079. Um, Vic, tell the people where they can find you as we wrap up. Yo, you can find me. I live in... No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Local, <I'm> slightly. <laughs> nah, nah, you get me up on on the socials uh, at Victors on Music. My studio is at Vixmix Studios. Big up. Or VixmixStudios.com. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bro, thank you for coming through, man. I hope you've enjoyed thank it. You thank you much. for having me, man. This kid and terribly time, welcomes you. You're officially friend of the show. Yes. Um, and we'll have you back um, at some point in the future. Definitely. Um, we got to come around to the studio. I have one of these famous lock-ins. Yes. Invite Shabo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just saying, like, you know, she is going to be in the studio. You That's have to let a man know in it. It's and fully, I'll, the I'll, studio, I'm not going to bait the thing out, but I'll, the studio is fully local as well, I'll isn't it? Yeah, clean the local. floor. You could just, you'll think I'm the cleaner. Like, <laughs> I don't care. As long as I'm in the room. Just I don't to care. See. Bro, you can send me to get pizzas. As long as, <laughs> as, long as I can come back <laughs> and hand her her pizza. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Uh, solidarity to everyone in Ukraine. Amen. This could end yes, terribly. Episode yes. 35. We out. Peace. Yeah, yeah.